We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. There's enough seed in this book to cover this whole spectrum of your life right here, of the whole human existence. There's enough seed right there to do it. But it won't work unless you plant it. Even though it's alive, even though it's a living substance, it's a seed in a sack. Now, see, we've always called this word the sword. (laughs) This is my sword. Well, it's not really a sword. See, the Bible says the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God praying always. The sword of the Spirit. Now, the Word of God in the human spirit, spoken out of the mouth, becomes a sword. But it's not a sword in book form. See, this is a seed. We'd be more accurate to say, here's my sack of seed. Let me see what I'm going to plant today. Because it's alive. It'll live. It is living substance. But your traditional ideas can render it of none effect. I got a letter from an individual that said, I want to know why my wife hadn't got healed. Now, he said, don't give me any of that garbage about confessing that you're healed or confessing God's Word. I believe you're either healed or you're not. <laughs> well, she was not. He said, I don't believe in confessing something I can't see. Well, now, certainly, that's not the only way that you could be healed. But you see, here's an individual that has a sack of seed but says, I don't dare plant any till I see it come up. Now, wouldn't that be something? There's a farmer out here that says, well, I bought all these seeds and I got them in the barn, but I'm not there plant one of them till I see them come up and see they're going to make a good harvest. Then I'm going to plant them. Well, you ready for the funny farm. That's what you're ready for. It just doesn't work that way. You plant a seed and you reap a harvest. So, if you don't get anything else out of this, remember that here's your sack of seed. You don't like the harvest you got? Find you some more seed. You're going to find out that most of you have been planting ragweeds, cuckaburrs, sickness, disease, poverty. I'll never have anything. I'll never get this debt paid. You're releasing life forces. Now, now remember, life forces to that problem. Now, I'm going to say that again. You're releasing life forces. You're feeding that problem with the words of your mouth. Because every time you speak it, you're going to believe it more. The more you believe it, the more you speak it. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Jesus said this, O generation of vipers, how can ye, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Now, let's back up just a verse here and notice what he said. Either make the tree good and his fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt, for the tree is known by his fruit. Now, see, he's talking about producing a fruit and, and something growing and producing. Old generation of vipers, how can ye, being evil, speak good things? Now, he said you're full of evil. Your heart's full of evil. So it's impossible for you to speak good things because you didn't put any good things in there. Now, remember, Paul says it's in your mouth. The Word of God gets in your mouth first and in your heart. Now, he goes on to say, good man, out of the good treasure of his heart. 
He bringeth forth. Who does it? Did God do it? No, he said the man did it. The man bringeth forth good things. How does he do that? He just told you. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh, see. A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, he bringeth forth good things. But an evil man? Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be an evil man. He could be a man that has evil things in his heart. Wrong seeds. Traditional ideas. Well, I know God gave me a thorn in the flesh, and he wouldn't heal Paul, so I don't guess he'll heal me. By your tradition, you render the word of God of none effect. In the first place, Paul's thorn wasn't sickness or disease, and he did get rid of it. But you see, traditional ideas will cause you to live in poverty all your life. They may cause you to do that when it was God's will for you to prosper and be in health, even as your soul prosper. But you see, some people have been taught wrong. They're filled with wrong ideas. So their tradition renders the prosperity message of non-effect. Oh, sure, it's still the same seed. It's still the same promise. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Do you believe it's God's will for you to give? Oh, yes, brother. Well, couldn't you give more if you had more? Well, I don't believe God wants us to have much. <laughs> well, you ain't going to be able to give much if you don't have much. Now, you see, traditional ideas can render all of God's promises of prosperity of none effect. Because we take our mouth and plant a seed. Now, see, what keeps the promise from coming to pass in the life of an individual that says... Well, I just believe that God wants me poor and humble. Well, I can tell you who wants you poor. I don't know about humble. The devil wants you poor. God wants you to be prosperous. Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. But now your tradition, your idea, will cause you to plant a seed that will cause you to walk in poverty probably till the day you die. Well, it'll never work for me because I just don't believe God wants me to have this or that. You're planting seeds. The more you talk it, the more you believe it. The more you believe poverty, the more you talk poverty. We'll never have anything. We'll never get this debt paid. You'll see this won't work. Living substance is God's word, but you've rendered it ineffective by your words. Your words spoke death. To the promise. Now, let me refer you to something that Jesus did on the Mount of Temptation when the devil came to him. Jesus just simply said to him, It is written. And when he tried to get him to turn the stones into bread, he says, It is written, Thou shalt not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. You'll live by every word of God. See, the word of God is a living substance. It has life force in it. I don't believe that the church has ever understood the life force that's in the Word of God. If they did, they'd done some things different. But you see, there's life force in that. Now, Jesus said you'll live by every Word of God. Every Word of God has life in it. Every Word of God is incorruptible seed. But you've got to activate that seed the way Jesus activated the seed. You know how He activated the seed? 
He said, it is written. Then told him what was wrote down. Told the devil what was wrote down. Now, see, he activated that seed. He spoke it out of his own mouth. You want to know how Jesus had so much faith? He said, I speak only that which you hear my Father say. If you only said what the Father said, you'd get highly developed in faith. Because faith cometh by hearing the Word of God. Jesus took the promise of the Old Covenant, see. He took the promise of the Old Covenant, and He activated that thing by speaking it. He added faith to it. He planted it. He caused it to germinate. He caused it to come alive for Him in that situation. Now, you can cause this to happen in your life in every real-life situation, but you've got to do it. It won't work. If Jesus just stood there and hadn't said anything, just... Well, I guess if you're going to live by every word of God, well, God's already said it. No need of me saying it. I'll just sit here and think about something else. <laughs> He's been in trouble. But you see, God's word is given to us to put the devil on the run, to defeat the enemy. See, it's the seed. It's incorruptible. It cannot be corrupted. But now the way you handle the seed, you see, a farmer, if he could get a hold of incorruptible seed, if you don't plant it, it still won't produce Traditional ideas can render God's Word ineffective on your behalf. Then you see some other guy that's confessing the Word of God, you know, and you think he's arrogant, you think that he's just out of line. What he's doing is he's letting the life force in that Word. Now, here's what you need to do, is speak death to the words of the adversary. That's what Jesus did. The life force that he spoke, a man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God, he spoke death to the words of the enemy. See, the life force in that word of God rendered the enemy's voice harmless and ineffective. Now, he did that on several occasions. That's all he'd say is just what was wrote down. So if you live by every word of God, now now take it literally, if you live by every word of God, then just turn it around and ask yourself what will happen if you didn't go by the word of God. You'll die by the words of the devil. Let's take the opposite of that. If you live by God's word, you'll die by the words of the devil. There is a life seed of death. Now that sounds paradox, but it's true. A live seed of death in the words of the devil. When you speak them, you plant it. And by speaking the things the enemy says, and speaking negative things, you're planting a live seed that will cause death to God's word, or actually render God's word ineffective and useless in your situation. Now, it's powerful. God's word's powerful. So, do what Jesus did. Quote what God said. You're set here on this earth to enforce Satan's defeat. You have the seed, have enough faith to plant it by speaking it. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, this is the last day for CD offer number 7210. It's entitled God's Creative Power. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. God's Word is creative power. You can use God's Word to overcome the circumstances of life if you know how to do it. But you have to learn to think like God thinks. And we do that by saying what God said about us. If you say what God says about you long enough, you will get it on the inside of you. 
And when it abides in you, then, Jesus said, Ask what you will, and it shall be done. This is the practical side of using God's Word to enter into the promises of God. Now, we're not talking about trying to get something God doesn't want you to have. You know, the Word of God is the will of God. Now, in the book of Psalms, it says, If you delight yourself in the Lord, He'll give you the desires of your heart. Now, I take that to mean, and I believe this is in the context, if you delight yourself in the Lord, you delight yourself in the Word of God, and then that Word creates the desires of God in your heart. Then your desires are of God. So it keeps you in line with the Word of God and the will of God, and then faith cometh by hearing. As long as you speak what the enemy says and talk your problems and your failures, you're going to have great faith in problems and failures and no faith in God to deliver you. But if you will confess what God said, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. The enemy had no power over me overcome evil with good. Keep God's word in your mouth. God's word is established in heaven. What are you going to establish on earth? Blessing or curses? That's offer number 7210. God's creative power, how to put it to work in your life. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.